Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Podcast Me Anything. You know that we love to talk about all the new services and offerings and resources that are available out there for podcasters. I'm really excited to be having this interview today. We're going to be speaking to Jalal. He's the CEO of Podkite. And actually, Podkite came on my radar maybe a year or two ago when they first came out. They were one of the services that will capture all of your reviews out there for your podcast from the Apple store and various other platforms and put them right in your inbox so that you never miss it. Super frustrating. You go to Apple and you're like, I know somebody reviewed it. I can't find it. Oh, it's from a different country. Oh, it's into blah, blah, blah. Like it's a pain. And so it's really nice to have a place that will give you all of your reviews in an email, copy, paste, share. You can do all sorts of cool stuff with it. But since then, the company has grown and has expanded to add all sorts of new features. And the reason that we're having this call is they sent me an email recently talking about their ability to help you with your search. And so we're really excited to talk to them about all that today. Let's bring them on the show. Jalal, thank you so much for joining us here on Podcast Me Anything. Thank you, Matthew, for having me. It's a real pleasure to be here. Jalal, first, take us back to the formation of Podkite. What was your thinking as far as like creating the platform and for bringing on the reviews, making that easier for podcasters? Absolutely. So to give you a bit of a background, I have an engineering background. I don't have a big podcasting background, to be honest. So yeah, I'm an aeronautical electronics and software engineer. Also pretty early in my career, I figured out that creating web and mobile products is what interests me the most. A big reason for that is when you talk about innovations in the aeronautical industry, it takes at least 10 years or something to get certified and ready to have real impact on people. And with apps or web technology, it's not like that. Within a month or even days, you can launch products and give people real uh, value. So when you develop mobile apps, there are products out there already for many years that help you track your chart rankings in the app stores and also help you with your reviews. They aggregate it and tell you a little bit about your competition. So when I or friends were talking with podcasters, they saw that there's nothing out there like that to track your chart rankings across categories and countries and also help you with your reviews. So then I decided to launch Podcast and that was mid-2018. And pretty early on, you signed up for Podcast, Matthew. So I'm really happy to be here. Thank you very much. And it seems like you guys have grown tremendously since the beginning. You've taken it from just creating a resource of your stats and reviews in this really easy email to even more. So what has been the evolution from where you started to the idea of kite links and now this sort of market intelligence searchability information? How did you get to this spot? So first, the obvious were reviews and chart rankings. We really helped with the discoverability in the listening apps. There are multiple ways of how a podcast can get discovered in a listening app. So first, you have it via the player charts. When you're opening a listening app, you see categories like business, news, science. And within those categories, you have subcategories like management, careers, marketing, and so on. If you rank high in those categories, potential listeners can find you by just browsing through the app. And if they find you and like it, they subscribe to it, that affects into higher chart rankings as well. So it's kind of a positive feedback loop. What Podcast does is it takes 
snapshots of the podcast in those charts and presents the rankings of a particular show to the podcaster. Podcasters can take actions like launching a marketing campaign and measure how it influenced the chart rankings. The problem here is for many smaller or niche podcasts, it might be really hard to rank in those main categories. But we still think that discoverability of those podcasts in the listening app itself is still really important. The reason for that is there was a study of the podcast host about how people discover new podcasts. And it's called the Podcast Discovery in 2020 survey. We'll put a link to this information in the show notes, by the way, for anybody listening. You don't have to go out there and search for it. Yeah, and the outcome is really interesting. It's like 40% prefer to search their listening apps directory to discover new podcasts. The sample size is like 700 people. Some have run a podcast, some do not run podcasts. You might think the sample size might be too small, but that's beside the point. The point is what we see is happening is the more familiar people get with podcasts, the more they use the search bar of a listening app to find content they're looking for. And I don't know about you, Matthew, but I personally observed myself as well doing exactly this. I have always discovered podcasts through recommendations and referrals. So whether it's someone I know or another podcaster or hearing another podcast on another show, fortunately, I get to work in podcasting. Unfortunately, it means I don't get a lot of chance to listen to podcasts recreationally. So I don't have a lot of time just to sort of aimlessly search for new content. So typically that's where my new shows come from. Yeah, I think referral is a big thing, also SEO of uh, traditional web search engines. But regardless if it's 40% that is mentioning in a study or it's 30% or 20% of people who discover new podcasts via their listening app, the discoverability for respective search terms is important in my opinion. And from my point of view, it will become more and more important over time. So just so we're clear, when people search, and right now we're still talking mostly about the Apple Store, that's still the number one market, although Spotify is making huge strides and Google is trying to play catch up. But when people search the Apple Store, they mostly are looking at, in the results, the title of the show, the artist field, and then the title of the episodes. So what is it that you were seeing as far as your research when people were searching, like what's the best thing to be improving for podcasters? I think most people agree on that the title and also the publisher name plays a big role in the algorithm of a search engine. Of course, we see there are multiple different search engines and the search engine of Apple works differently with Google or certain directories like Podchaser or other apps or Overcast. They all have their own algorithms behind the search and they don't publicly announce kind of how do they work. But for most apps or for most algorithms, I think the title and the publisher are two big things. Of course, other people figure that out as well and then they try to stuff those two important fields with certain search terms and queue. And then Apple started to penalize if you do that and they figured it out. You can still do a lot with a title and the publisher tag. But of course, also keywords and the descriptions play a role. Usually people tell me, okay, the keywords field is deprecated. Well, that's true officially for Apple on the whole show level, but you never know. What was it? The new Spotify specs came out and read it. And they say they use the iTunes keywords tag for their search. How important it is for their search algorithms, you don't know that. But I think it doesn't hurt to keep a list of keywords in and to think about what key phrases or search term you want to rank. 
Gotcha. So then tell me a little bit about how Podkite's podcast player optimization feature works and how podcasters should be using this to help themselves. Absolutely. So the first thing we figured out is it's hard to track your podcast for a certain search term or ranking over time in the player charts over specific countries. The first thing we did was launch the search rankings feature. So you can type in certain key phrases and then see on which positions your show appears in the podcast player. Based on that, you can try to improve your title, keyword and description and all the RSS content and play around with it and see how it can improve your search rankings for your target keywords. The second thing we are working on is we just recently launched this feature. We want to help podcasters to give recommendation on improvements of their RSS content. So what you can do now is you can see the winners of a certain search term or your direct competitors, and you can click on them and then compare your RSS feed content, the title, the description, and so on. We measure how much of the title includes the search term you're tracking. And with that, you can do certain small adjustments and see how your rankings improve over time. Is it only the search terms, though? I mean, if, you know, let's say I do a search for something with the word including daily. Just having the word daily doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to outrank the daily. Is there something to their performance that gives them extra juice in that search? Definitely. And I think it's mostly the same thing that is responsible for the chart rankings itself. What we believe is number of newest subscribers on a two-week weighted average, something like that, right? Exactly. So if you have uh, 200 subscribers within one day, you could outrank the daily. If you plan your marketing campaign, like subscribe on this different day on this specific hour, you can get pretty high. Also, if your show is called Daily and the publisher of the show is called Daily, that could also influence quite a lot. Gotcha. All right. So how do folks access this feature? Does it come as part of your regular Podkite subscription and sign up? So it's currently not in the free plan. It's part of the starter and the growth plan. In the starter plan, you get a bunch of additional features or improvement of free plan features for $7 a month if you sign up for the year. And with the growth plan, it's $19. Okay. And with the $19, by the way, folks, that's sort of like a network plan. So if you're running multiple shows, then you can monitor all of them right in that one spot. And you would get emails for each one of them with reviews and rankings and things like that in the meantime. So do you think it makes sense that someone who's possibly looking at this, checking out these comparisons, do you think it helps to really actually go back and then rename all their old episodes for better keyword, better searchability? Or is this more of a maybe just think about it moving forward? I would say both. You can do a little bit, but it also gives you a bit the feeling of really what to think about when you think about episode titles or if you think about the title of your show. Going forward, it helps you to really compare and really to make sure that you rank for the keyword that is really important to your show. So if you have a podcast about WordPress websites, then WordPress might be the keyword you really want to focus on and really try to rank in the player search for this keyword. Okay, makes sense. Jalal, is there anything else that folks should know about Podkite, its features, best practices, or maybe anything else that you guys are working on the horizon that we should be keeping an eye out for? 
One of my favorite features, we help actually podcasts with the discoverability of their show with mainly their existing audience as well. If you have an existing audience and you want to convert them into subscribers and listeners of your podcast, that there are quite some barriers and mistakes people make. So we saw a lot of folks sharing their Apple podcast link or Spotify link on social media or in their Instagram or Twitter bio, even their website. If people come to their website, then they share their Apple podcast links, right? So if you share your Apple podcast links with your audience, you exclude, let's say, at least 60% of people that do not have an iPhone or they have an iPhone, but they listen on Overcast or another app, right? That's why we created KiteLinks. And what KiteLinks does, it lets you create beautiful short links to your podcast and more importantly, to your podcast episodes by displaying links to all major listening apps. And these links are pretty intelligent, also fully device aware, and you will get full click starts. When I say intelligent, means somebody clicks on those links with an Android phone, they won't see an Apple podcast link to your show. If they come with an Android phone or with an iPhone, they also see a different sort order of the links. If people click on Apple Podcasts, for instance, they see a short preview where we encourage them to actually subscribe to your podcast. So we really try to take out the barrier when you try to convert an existing audience to actually a listener of your podcast. So if I am sending out this single link and then when somebody clicks on it, they're taken to this one page that has appropriate links, whether it's showing me all of them or some of them or whatever. If I click on the Apple podcast link that appears on my Kite Link page, is that automatically become a subscriber? I still have to go ahead and hit subscribe. And then is that part tracked? They still have to go and hit subscribe, but we show a small preview image and also kind of teach them shortly how to subscribe. So we emphasize the subscribe button there. And then by basically mirroring the screen of the actual podcast player. There you go, folks. It's another great feature. You can claim your Kite Link link for free. Of course, it's included with all of your plans, but even if you just go there right now, you can take a look and start to check it out and share that and make that a little bit easier. And you could go beyond just show links with your Kite links, right? Exactly. So you can also create links directly to your episode. And I think that's quite special with Kite links that you have a drop down, you select the desired episode and you click create. And we create links to all of those major players. And you don't have to do any manual copy and pasting of URLs of the Spotify URL, the Apple URL, the Overcast URL, and so on and so on. And then when people click on those links, they land directly in those episodes. So when you really try to promote a certain episode or you talking your newsletter about a certain topic and you want to include this episode then you can put those links in that's really useful especially for folks who may not have invested in their own website where they can promote you know individual link episodes from there yeah, even if you have your own website and you talk about your app, you have your show notes there and maybe an embedded player, but then you usually also want to link to these specific episodes. And usually if you have embedded a player, those links link to your show and not to this specific episode. That's a really good point. Well, 
again, folks, we have been chatting with Jalal. He's the CEO of Podkite. You can learn more about them at podkite.com. We'll have a link to the website itself, as well as that research that he was talking about and some of these specific features that we've talked about here in the interview, including the search optimization tools, the pod links, and of course, where you can just sign up to get reviews in your email very easily and conveniently. Jalal, it has been a pleasure to chat with you and thank you so much for joining us here on Podcast Me Anything. Thanks a lot for having me, Matthew. It was a pleasure.